Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show episode 170. Yeah. Happy Monday. Oh, and happy 170, baby. I know. It's a round number. We like round numbers. I thought I'd treat myself and I've eaten two protein bars and a um, pack of sushi and I, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> that sounds like a horrendous combination. Oh, and a, and a coffee. So I've really done myself a doozy and I had some kombucha. <laughs> Far out. I've had a lot, haven't really? I? Yeah. We'll call this episode Tommy Shits His Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the seventh episode where we've called it that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true yeah uh, how was your weekend yeah uh not long but i, I went away i we went, drove a couple of hours thinking it's actually melbourne's interesting because you can drive two and a half hours and be on the border of the the state which you know if you're from america probably you can drive half an hour one way or go you drive a couple of hours and pass through a few different states but um in australia it's um and especially Melbourne, it's it's actually pretty close to the border. So we went up to yeah. um, Echuca with uh, Bodie and Amy, and um, it's on the the Murray River, which is the divide between the uh, the states. And had this awesome Airbnb. It's so good. I mean, Airbnb is is the best. I love. And you've been staying in Airbnbs for the last. You live in Airbnbs basically. Yeah, a <laughs> but <Yeah>. just <laughs> hearing the kind of the, the story of the person and I, th- and I reckon this is so many people where we stayed in this like it was basically a shed on this farm that had been completely kitted out into a three bedroom apartment it was unbelievable and the dad um, had like his man cave down the bottom and then and when I say man cave I'm talking polished concrete flooring and motorbike display. And polished concrete is expensive. Yeah, ooh la la. It's a it's a yeah, it's a very much fun. an ooh la la. Look at look at that. But he um he restored motorbikes and just it was this amazing property. But the the woman who we who was running the show, um, she said, oh yeah, I've been meaning to do it. For, I've been talking about it for two years, and the kids have moved out of home, and and uh, and now we do it. And obviously, it's not for the money because it was about one hundred and twenty five bucks a night. No, one sixty. Yeah. So it's like, it's cool. But I, I love that there's these stories where people have these little rooms and it's such a, it's amazing. It's such a great business, Did Airbnb. You, um, you heard of it? <laughs> yeah, Airbnb's mate. Glad you're getting on board. Yeah. I actually, I made a bit of um, Airbnb credit when I had my blog, Melbourne Geek, uh, in around early 2012. I did an article about um, Airbnb and was directing people to sign up and I got like, probably like a few hundred dollars worth of Airbnb credits as referrals. Um, did you end up doing the fire? Did you have oh, the, yeah. the fire? So, I mean, I, I told you, I'll tell, I'll tell everybody else, It's I'm obsessed with fires. Like I, not, I'm not an arsonist, but I love a good sitting around a campfire. It's definitely the primitive side of me. It's like, you know, back from when, you know, generations and generations of sitting around a fire fire fen- um sort of fen- you sure it's primitive maybe you just did it in dude like primary school and you still like it no I, no look it up I've, I've done a bit of study on this 
Can't recall any of it, but I'll give it a crack. <laughs> you Googled. Yeah, that's what I, that's when I, when I say study. study, I mean Google. No, but the the reason a lot of people love sitting around a campfire is because it's it's like deep within us. Um, fire fends off like animals a lot of the time. Um, and it's just yeah. this calming. Like you look, I could look at a fire and just sit there for hours. I love it. And yeah. and we yeah, were yeah. Sat, and you got a few mentions while we we're away. It was like we need to bring Josh and Bree up here and um we can do this. But the fire thing with a nineteen month old baby, he just he can't be fucked. He's done he's over it. It's the best <laughs> idea and I know my brother did this. He bought a fire pit and he's got a, a daughter, a year older than Bodie. But I know one night he set it up and uh, they stayed out there for the lighting of it. And then he was out there by himself and the kids, his daughter went inside. <laughs> and so it's a so bit... Did you went, so you lit one, you got it all set up, you did it yourself? No, no, it was already set up. We, we did, we went down okay. and we, we lit it and um, I got some nice footage and then we took Bodie back inside. <laughs> so it was, How long did it last? Did you leave it on overnight or did you um, no, it was a, a small, snuff it out or whatever you want to call it? Snuff it. I stood on it. I pulled a Tony Robbins. No, I... Um, is, is snuffing it out what it's called? I don't know. It sounds... It is sounds, that another word for masturbating? <laughs> snuffing it out. Snuffing it out. No, I mean, snuffing, maybe that's that could be the word of the day. Re- removing the yeah. oxygen. I could imagine that's what it explains. No, you can't. No, this is a, a rule with word of the day is that you can't be creating misinformation they have to be actually right snuffing snuff it's to extinguish a candle or a flame yeah the, the, but it, yeah. it probably explains the pro, process though snuffing sounds like it's like you're removing the oxygen so it can't continue or something like that the action of snuffing would be like to cover it up so it's it's dying the flame's dying uh, anyway, okay. we didn't we didn't <laughs> snuff the flame. We didn't snuff out the fire. We just left it going and it and it went out. It was a small. It was tiny, but um, okay. we yeah. I mean, we had, it was a nice. It time. would have needed a tiny snuff if if it you was were to a, snuff. Yeah, snuff it. Brody was walking around the fire holding his ear, and he, we couldn't work out what Why? We, what was going on. And he was like <laughs> little kid. He didn't know what what the heat was. It was like so. You know, like when your face gets a bit warm from a fire and he's just like yeah. was feeling really weird and he was like rubbing his ear looks so uh, confused was, it, would this, this, was this be his first fire or has he experienced one before uh, yeah I think this that was his first fire yeah and we, awesome. we did it it's yeah it, it was it was nothing I envisaged it was um, <laughs> it was boring but it was we had a great time and uh, yeah oh, lovely. it was lots of uh, horses and cows and all of that stuff so he loved it so were you on like did they have this shed set up for airbnb and then the airbnb hosts stayed in like their main house or what was the actual setup oh no it was like they had their house there and then they had this area that they had for airbnb so it was like a completely separate place you didn't even need to talk to the family and um completely separate from the house it was awesome but what I was I was thinking, like looking at this 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 man, this guy who had his man cave and and all these little trinkets and stuff, and I was thinking, fuck, there's I I, I respect people who have those real obsessions on something, like yeah, and maybe it's the it's exactly what we have with our obsession for creating content. 
it just isn't as blokey as you know being able to put together a motorbike from scratch <laughs> um <laughs> but and yeah amy said would you like to be able to do that i said fucking what do you mean i can do that <laughs> but she said and i got it i get it it's like being that man who's super handy handy with tools and handy with um yeah. with stuff which is it's not you and i is it it's definitely not you no I reckon. Our mate Derek, I think, <clears throat> is is an interesting mix because he can he'd be able to pull apart motorbikes and put them back together and do all the handy stuff, and he's like into art and to creativity. Yeah, he's got a good mix. Yeah, he's the he's the ultimate man's man, aren't you, Derek? I know he's listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> woof woof. Hey, I um I uh, got an email I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> Yes, and the email says um, your the subject line is your password is, and then it has one of my old passwords, which I'm sure I probably use for oh, um, for things still. And um, I'll read you that I'll replace the password with 1990, my um, year of birth, just to keep it nice and easy. As I read this email okay. to you, this is this is the email I got. So the subject is, your password is 1990. I'm aware 1990 is your password. Let's get right to the point. You may not know me and you're probably wondering why you're getting this email. No one has compensated me to investigate about you. In fact, I set up a software on the adult videos, in brackets, porn website, and there's more. You've visited this website to experience fun. You know what I mean. Oh. While you were viewing video clips, your web browser initiate, initiated working as a RDP that has a keylogger which provided me with access to your display screen as well as web camera. Immediately after that, my software gathered all your contacts from your messenger, Facebook, an email account. Next, I made a video. First part displays the video you were watching. You have nice taste, smile. And second part displays a recording of your webcam. And it is you. You'll have not one, but two options. Let's check out the options in particular. First solution is to disregard this email message. In this instance, I most certainly will send out your tape to every one of your contacts oh, and no. then visualize about the awakenedness you will see. And definitely, if you happen to be in an important relationship, exactly how it will be affected. The other choice will be to compensate me $3,000. We're going to call it a donation. Consequently, I most certainly will quickly delete your video. You can keep on your daily life like this never took place and you are never going to hear back from me. And then he's got like details of sending him Bitcoin. Amazing. JJ's been caught wanking. Finally. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a well-written email. This is email. costing me a fortune. I mean, I've got to, I've got to say, I, yeah. is it true? Did you... <laughs> Look, we, we don't know. The, the thing is, what an amazing scam. Because what they're doing is they're taking data that is 
uh, private, so a password. And basically, there's there's been lots of hacks over the years, right? Adobe had a, a big hack where you know hundreds of thousands of passwords were revealed, and you can go to I think it's like um, I think it's like have I been pawned? P W N E D like owned. And you put in your email address and it will tell you, or no, you can put in your password, I think, and it will tell you whether it's being compromised. And what that site does is it searches all of the available uh, data that's been uh, made available through hacks and it will say, yes, uh, when you do a, a search, this password comes up. Yeah. Um, so that's what's happened. They've They've just... Uh, gone through a database, they've connected up my email address with the password and they've emailed me and said, hey, this is your password. It's believable, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's full on. I'd shit myself. I mean... Yeah. Uh, For a second time today. <laughs> it's... Um, <laughs> and and so, you, I mean, you're, you're savvy, you knew, but was there anything inside you that thought, fuck, I'm done? Even... Even just reading the email, it still uh, played into this uh, thing which was like, oh man, I really, it made you think about security in a bigger way, which is like, you know what, this isn't too, this isn't far-fetched at all. Mm. Um, and so, with with that in mind, it definitely made me like think, hang on, I'm sure I probably still have, you know, three or four websites that still use this password from you know legacy accounts i don't really check yeah um would would you be i mean you've given me shit for having that that piece of tape over my camera and i've actually Mm -hmm. taken off because of us doing the remote recording i I always have the the camera on so you can see me um but yeah i was thinking like i mean you could totally just own it. it's not the most embarrassing thing getting caught having a wank it's like there is many (laughs) there's there's a lot worse. Have you seen, you wouldn't have seen it. It's a TV show, Black Mirror. Um, there's, a, there's a horrible episode that is all about this. Someone, mm. but it involves some other stuff I won't go into, but it's like they extort this person. It's f- horrible, but it's like, it's like some sicko has just imagined the worst case scenario when it comes to someone yeah. looking up something they shouldn't be online. And then, like, leaking this video. Oh, my God. But it's, man, this stuff happens. There would be some poor (laughs) corporate executive who works at some high bank who thinks, oh, fuck, they got me. Do you think I should email back this um, Aaron guy and turn it on him and saying, mate, (laughs) I've just, I've managed to log your details and um, I'm going to let everyone know that you watched me <laughs> wanking. <laughs> See, the thing is, this guy doesn't know which is worse. With. You would be <laughs> the ultimate fucking scammer. Like, if you actually just decided tomorrow, look, you know, Tommy, mm. big media company, I'm shutting it down. We've um, we've closed the books <laughs> before, we've, before we've started <laughs> trading. I'm actually getting into scamming. I'd probably join you on that business to support you there too because it, it'd be pretty big lucrative. Big media company does. It sounds generic enough as a name that we could definitely include scamming as one of our <laughs> sort of <laughs> pillars. Yeah, it's, it's a um, out of... Uh, South Africa, that's where we're based for that leg of the business. Yeah. There's a lot of scamming going yeah. on from there. Um, but 
Yeah, oh. yeah. I just, but I just thought reading it, I just had empathy for how many people. Like it wouldn't take that. But you would only have to be slightly less technologically. Like the only thing that would need to happen really is if I hadn't changed all my passwords and I wasn't aware of, you know, that this goes on, I would 100% think it was real and I would mm. just, I would be freaking out. Mm, uh, yeah. If there would be a lot of people that would be scared, scared shitless. But three, like that's yeah. a lot of money to be contemplating sending th- 3K and then mm. working out how to get the sh- get that shit into Bitcoin. It's a, yeah. To make a Bitcoin deposit, I guess there's those cash apps that everyone's. Should I email them and ask, "Hi, can you send me a screen grab as proof?" Well, you brushed over the question. I asked you, "Had you been?" So, so uh, I mean, yes, do that because then, uh, I, yeah, I would love to see the photo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was um, th- that was uh, an interesting email. To be clear, it did go into my um, spam folder, which is a, a good sign. So it means that uh, maybe a, a lot of people won't even get to see their email and, and get the opportunity to be freaked out. Yeah, you know, see, I mean, you just, it's like ignorance is bliss. What you don't know, you don't know. And imagine <laughs> <laughs> the people that have actually got some dirt on some bastard and they've... Yeah. What you don't know, you don't know. In the next minute, there's a uh, <laughs> a video of you just pulling it. It'd be a, a terrible way to live, wouldn't it? <sighs> we, I was talking to um, Mason in the office mm. here last week, and we we're talking about. I just showed him. I was like, "Check this out. This is a scam email, and it's a um, it's a uh, return to sender email. So they they're basically creating a you know, a, a mail sender fail. What's the what's the um what's the terminology? <laughs> what are you trying to say? So you know, like if like, you, if your mail goes down and you send something off to somebody and then it can't bounces back to you, or they oh yes that, yeah 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 uh, the mail server delivery notice. Yeah. So that yeah. literally return to sender ret- sounds very snail mail of you. <laughs> it sounds like someone someone from the internet organization has got received your email and gone, oh, we're going to have to return. The- Wait, turn to the back of the email. Has he written on the back of the email? Oh, he's, he's putting his email address. <laughs> Let's send it back. No, mail server delivery fail. And so they yeah, literally yeah, yeah. they take my email and um and sort of created that and inserted mine and then it, it's basically. It was like a reverse and it was like just offering up like some kind of animation SEO service business. It was weird. It was like this, it didn't seem like it was trying to fleece me for heaps of money, but it was like the reverse engineer of getting you to get SEO with this company. (laughs) It was bizarre. But um, social engineering is super interesting it, there's i've mentioned it before but there's a book called the art of deception by a guy named uh kevin mitnick who was the first sort of known hacker in the world who was actually put into solitary confinement because they thought that he could whistle into a phone and set off nukes but um he talks about <laughs> there's two parts of hacking there's the um you know, there's the there's the technical side and then there's the social engineering side, which is, if you think mm. about it, they actually don't have that much detail. The detail they have is an old password 
and an email address. Yeah. And what they've been able to do is they've turned that into a story that they can then leverage. Without yeah. the story, it's got nothing. So, I mean, magicians do this on a... It's more of a kind basis, um, whereas yeah. these people are channeling their skill of manipulation and human <laughs> psyche manipulation into something pretty negative. Um, I've always thought about like, and I, I can imagine you've looked into this stuff, learning sort of those manipulation techniques, not for bad. I couldn't imagine you wanting to do anything bad with them, but just understanding, you know, what are people's tells or um, mm. I think there's like the people that want to learn it, that it's probably that yeah. they'll be too stiff. I've got that vibe. Yeah, I think you'd be too stiff though. You'd be too awkward. I think you'd know that you're being a dodgy bastard to some degree. <laughs> but then there's a person that's like in, like instinctually amazing at it where they have just started yeah. doing it and then they pick up a few of these little tricks along the way that um, well, that then just blow people's minds and then they rob people. It's funny that you mention magic because... Uh, I've actually found a new hobby that um, goes beyond my subscriptions. So for, for people who don't know, Tommy gives me a lot of shit for having a lot of different subscriptions and buying shit on the internet, specifically digital products. Is that right? Yeah. Say that's a fair... Yeah, I mean, I pitched the video of let's, let's put up on the wall, post-it notes of all the subscriptions and then in the middle work out how much and yeah. you... You um you shut down the idea because I think it would have out I, like I it makes me sick thinking about I mean you don't have kids you're spending what yeah. what I do on Bodhi on subscriptions per week for daycare on, on dumb shit <laughs> <laughs> on Stan <laughs> <laughs> shit that just reminds me I've got to delete my Stan subscription before it charges me thanks thanks Josh oh yeah well that's the only reason I have Stan <laughs> it's because I forgot yeah. but um <laughs> is it actually no I. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> That's so um, funny because it's the same with me. Yeah. So uh, yesterday I got into um, buying magic online. Buying magic. Is it a magic kit or a magic? No, not a magic kit. So yeah. there's, a, there's a website called Penguin Magic. Penguin Magic. And what it is is magicians will show you a magic trick and then they have a price and you can buy the magic trick. Genius business. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so I bought my first magic trick uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Brie was, um, Brie and I were out to dinner in Dubrovnik in, in Croatia. And she's like, um, uh, I was a bit antsy to get back to do the magic. Uh <laughs> And then, and then Bree said something as we're walking back, like, um, you'll be able to um, do magic soon or something. <laughs> and then I said to her, I'm like, oh, people from the outside are probably thinking that some sort of like sexy conversation, like, yeah, there's going to be magic when in reality we're going back so I can learn my <laughs> magic trick. <laughs> this guy just looks over at you, just hits his hand on his chest, woof, woof. <laughs> exactly so there you go so penguin magic i've only bought one magic trick i watched the 30 minute video yeah. it's a bit of a mind fuck and i need to re-watch it and i also need to buy a deck of cards but okay. um super interesting no that's great like i'm looking on here now 29.95 for 
for the old mm. Terry Ward live act. That's amazing. <laughs> and yeah. how did you get onto this site, you big weirdo? Uh, I was just, I was actually doing uh, some research of a um, some guests that we're going to be having on in the US and um, it came up in one of the, the podcast episodes and I was straight away hooked. I yes. went on there, got my account. Amazing, and and you've made your first purchase. Can you yeah. please can you please just treat this as like I need to actually nail this trick if I purchase it. Yeah, that's exactly been my thought behind it. So uh, the guy who I um, heard about it from, he was talking about uh, amateur magicians tend to buy a lot more tricks because mm. they don't have many people to show. So they get old very quickly. Like if you think about it, I only really have you and Bree to be able to do the magic tricks too. <laughs> yeah. So there's only so many times you're going to watch it before you're going to get over it. Yeah. No, you're right. Did you see the guy that was on Joe Rogan recently? Um, Elon Musk? <laughs> no, 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 not him. The guy, Last week. I mean, Elon Musk did a magic trick. Um, but it, it wasn't the same as this other bloke who's... To his share prices, I think. Did you see? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It it's amazing. Just puff, puff, fall. Um, if you have no idea what we're talking about. Elon Musk, genius, was on Joe Rogan and uh, smoked a joint with Joe Rogan. And um, what's, your, what's your take on it? Uh I, I, I was watching that live as he puffed it. I fucking mm. lost it. I was like, this is the best thing ever. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. It'd be, it would be, it's it's almost as good as as if I got you on camera smoking weed because it, it's so yeah. awkward. It'd be so interesting, so much at stake. <laughs> um, but it, <laughs> Not so much at stake with me, to be no, honest. Yeah, I mean, I've could, already, I've got some guy trying to get money out of me for a wanking <laughs> video who cares if i'm no no doing a little bit of weed i mean it's different different levels of steak um yeah you'd probably be what's eating. worse do you think oh no no <laughs> it's it's a bizarre time and i and you said to me that oh the stock price is gonna fall based on him puffing that joint which you know mm. i was like oh well it doesn't really matter i mean it's just, it's just go it'll go back up again and um, and anyway, sure enough, it's like such an opportune for the media to go hard on Elon Musk because he's been pretty hard on the media. He's like, you know, yeah. some of the stuff he's done to them, like trolling them, genius, like mm. so funny. And then, of course, the headline, like what they're saying is, you know, these people, these big senior people at the company have, you know, left and smoking the joint. And it's like they kind of make it out like the joint was the reason why all those other things happen, if you're just to brush over it. But if you actually look, the the chief people officer and the uh, the CFO, they left like last week or something before he smoked the joint. I mean, but that's not the, that doesn't make it any better, right? If anything, that's worse yeah, but, because it means that there's actually an internal reason why people are leaving Tesla. Yeah, but people leave companies all the time. Like... We could easily... The CFO, I think it was the CFO, had been in the job for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and he's realised, holy fuck, this is probably... Yeah. I've bitten off more than I can chew. Man, as if... Like, imagine working at a company like that. It'd be crazy. Yeah. Most people couldn't handle it. And he probably just couldn't handle it. Yeah. 
Um, I think that the, I mean, the, I had two thoughts on the Elon Musk uh, smoking weed thing. I think the the issue when it comes to like how it affects the stock price is because you start to think about the decisions that he's making. It's not. It has actually nothing to do with the smoking of the pot and everything to do with his ability to. Uh, to, to have some level of self-control. And I think that especially when things like deadlines for products are, uh, you know, taking longer than expected, it, it doesn't, you know, it's not a good look. And secondly, I think um, when I watch it, I just feel like I hate anyone that's trying too hard. And I feel like he's so smart. He's got so much to offer. And in that moment, it just felt like the smart kid trying to do something for fucking all the uh, the cool kids to get a reaction. And you see on Twitter, everyone's blowing up. Oh, man, he fucking did it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't necessarily see that as a um, admirable thing. So you think it took away from the things. Did you listen to the interview? Yeah. So I watched the, I actually didn't get to, I watched the first half. So you probably yeah. watched the other bit that I didn't watch. I watched the first uh, hour and a half. Which is amazing. But, um, Some of the stuff they're talking about yeah, is crazy. Yeah. It's talking. And so I was like, and then I watched that clip, um, you know, so I had a little bit more context than probably what most people commenting on it did who were just watching the single clip. And yeah, it just feels like to me, that it's a, um, you know, there's a desire for him, you know, obviously to be liked and to be, you know, seen as someone who's a little bit edgy and it felt like more more that than anything else. Yeah. I mean, he knew f- f- wholeheartedly what that was going to do and as if they hadn't talked mm. about it before or he hadn't thought about it before, you're going on a show with that guy yeah, but that was the whole thing. The whole thing felt like this awkward foreplay to the weed. So like it was all like, oh, having a drink. Oh, should we crack open the drink? Oh, it was all, it grossed me out a bit. It was a little bit, it all had like a little bit of sleaze. Did you not feel that vibe? No, I, th- I mean, I watch enough Joe Rogan to to know yeah. that it's just him doing what he does and offering. Yeah. It's like people drink whiskey, people smoke weed. Richard Branson's talked about smoking weed and it's illegal where he does it for years in his books. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the, the smartest men on earth. Um, but I think the thing is that it's got nothing to do, like there's a difference between, like I'm sure he, you know, Elon Musk probably smokes weed outside of the context of being in, you know, on a, in an interview I think that that's the the issue is it's not it's got nothing to do with you know there's a lot of people who are super successful who have done varying you know drugs you know like um look at someone like Steve Jobs with things like LSD and stuff like that like it's not this isn't some sort of uncommon thing but I think that it's the um it's how it was positioned within the conversation that I thought was just, um, it's it felt elevated even in the interview. But maybe it feels uncomfortable because it's something you've never done, and I and I don't expect it to be. No, but I think that that's the reaction. I think that that's the common reaction to the 
to that pushback, which is like, oh man, nah, this is just like, and this is the issue that I have with drinking too, is I think that there's a desire that people have, which is like, if you've done something, you want to have other people around you doing it because then it's sort of, um, you, you feel connected and sort of, sort of gives a bit of a tick of approval. And so I think for a, a lot of people who have done it, um, you know, you're, you're feeling elated by it because you're like, this is awesome. Elon Musk, one of the smartest people in the world is smoking pot and that's somehow because yeah. I've smoked pot rubs off on me or means that we have so, like you know one percent of the same mind yeah which i, I think just i've grown up with, i've grown up with a feeling of people always looking to see if i've done if i'm doing the wrong thing and i think this has this reeks of people looking to see when he does the wrong thing and the the fact that the only thing that the mainstream media are really talking about is that split second on that show when there's so many amazing but, bits within it that are great and it's the choice of the mainstream media that they've made that that choice to go hard on that on those on but i think that's culture as well isn't it what do you mean well so it's beyond like you know mainstream media is a reflection of our culture and you know like joe rogan is you know he's a advocate for uh you know the legalization of marijuana there's a, I just feel like there's a um, whether, you know, my view on marijuana is, you know, like alcohol has, you know, in a lot of cases worse effects on society than marijuana from what I've read. However, I think that what's potentially getting lost at the moment is I actually think that there's a move towards um illicit drug use that's happening through you know books that are promoting things like psychedelics and stuff like that and i think that a lot of young people will be consuming that content and will take that as okay well i'm just going to start being someone who smokes pot um at parties or whatever it is and it will have an impact on their life Mm -hmm. That could be negative. It could cause psychosis for some people who are wired certain ways. It's not going to be beneficial. So I think that the issue that I have is that we uh, there seems to be a play at the moment to play down things like marijuana. Um, and I have the same opinion of alcohol. I just think that I just don't get the the glamorization of something that could you know, be so detrimental to, to people and their health. Yeah, I, but I think you said around the culture of what these news outlets are, are painting. I think it's a culture that they are skewing, not necessarily how it actually is. I think the the way that it's... Like, I think it's just desperation from these places to get a lot of attention. I know what you're saying about um, about the people educating people on these substances as being this appealing thing these days, but it's only ever been sold the opposite direction, which is every single negative. Are we overcorrecting though now? I don't know if we are just yet. I think, I think we haven't even got halfway because maybe it's, I don't, I think it needs to go further if we get, if that's an overcorrection because 
because do you think that it would be beneficial for someone to smoke pot every could you imagine smoking pot every weekend every weekend yeah yeah i could imagine that I, like and why at the moment don't you is it just the cost of pot like what what is the actual reason that you choose not to smoke pot every weekend oh i i think i mean i had a i had a experience ages ago that i just kind of went off it but it wasn't even like mm. wasn't even pot but i kind of enjoyed it it's just it, it, maybe it represents a, a part of part of my life that wasn't mm. um you know that enjoyable i was young and i was restless and so maybe there is that connection. And I know my friends who don't, who we don't smoke anymore, they feel the same way um, that it does kind of represent this, this a, ch- a part of our childhood that, you know, wasn't great. Um, but God, I mean, you don't drink. You, you, you get pissed once a week. If you actually get fucking shit faced, you're done. You're done until Wednesday. Like you're, f- yeah. you're literally catching up on sleep on Sunday and you just ruined all week. So, I mean, I reckon I'd be less thrashed if I had a little joint every Saturday than I would be if I went out and got tanked. And I'm not saying one you should do one or the other, but I actually don't think yeah. I'd be as f- fatigued mentally, physically. And do you think that that's part of the issue around this debate, though, is that it becomes a debate around alcohol is somehow becoming our standard of what what we should be benchmarking all of this stuff on i think it it is the only benchmark that we have because it is a drug that is clearly very effective and has been made has been made legal it's um i mean it is such a deep rabbit hole getting into you know the the drug debate and how it's been painted by certain presidents and you know so many things like okay so there's there's i think there's there's so many facets to to the debate i think that the the thing to keep in mind though is that just because so i think that the criminalization um around drug use and what governments have done to you know imprison huge amounts of minorities is completely wrong um should should um you know drug use be decriminalized maybe i think that the thing that we shouldn't be looking at though is as a society how we speak about those drugs so i think that I'm actually more for marijuana being legalized everywhere and having education versus what's happening at the moment, which is not legalized in a lot of places. And we have a lot of high profile people um, speaking about it in this sort of, in the same way they talk about the benefits of meditation or or something Mm -hmm. like that. Well, there's a system that's been in place and people are rising above that system to make their own mm. rules, essentially. Um, oh, I mean, there's been far many more deaths from alcohol than there has been from marijuana. And I don't know, I, I think it probably will be legal at some point in our lifetime in Australia. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. In 40 years, it might change. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. 
it's it's an interesting time that we see this happen and maybe mm. it does just point out how as much as California are forward and progressive in their legalization of it that people aren't actually ready for it to be <laughs> this really like okay thing for people to be doing and um yeah i think i think that it probably fits in the same the the concern i have is that it fits in the same category as the um say steve jobs with the the idea that sort of you've got to be an asshole to be a good leader or stuff like that right steve jobs i think was successful despite the fact that he had issues working with people mm-hmm. um versus you know the the drug debate or the drug conversation which i think there are a lot of um young people and even young people you know in their early 20s or you know t- you know close to turning 20 that i know that um you know they they're consuming this type of content and they're picking out these different bits and thinking that to be a successful person in life because Richard Branson smokes weed this is the thing that you know that somehow for one it, it's it's better than what it was before and two that it's somehow going to give them the edge which i just think is the wrong yeah I, but i don't think it plays out like that because everyone has their experience of life and where they've been brought up but i think it's it's never it's it's not as simple as painting it like that where people just say oh well he does it i'll do it i think you're a pretty stupid person not you personally it's a pretty stupid person if that's your thinking behind something like if if because i see that and i go well you know sure like seeing joe rogan smoke weed it's like reminds me of when i do it it's like maybe i'll give it a go at some point in the next year or so i mean what was it when i sent you the the photo of elon musk smoking weed what was your reaction oh i said yeah i think i think you get sucked into that um mainstream media uh point of view where it's like maybe i did maybe you thought like like that's where you start thinking and taking something but i knew that that would be your your sort of angle on the thought of it like seeing the share price go down. I like it. It's it's interesting. I'm not saying it's a bad... No, but what was your... Your specific thought was, man, I'd love to see you give it a oh, go. Oh, oh, what I said to you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to you... And so I think... I would love to watch you that, do that. I think is the... Um, I mean, you talk about, mate, if, if people are fucking, listen, you know, taking that and saying, well, I'm going to do it. Like, you're someone who's done it and you're, you've basically used this... Uh, figure who is seen as someone who is successful in a lot of ways and saying hey he's done it maybe you should give it a go yeah um, yeah and i think that the the thing with um because i i'm just revving you up mate you won't even drink a glass of scotch actually actually <laughs> you won't know what's going to happen to you in the states i'm going to spike your drink with a bit of marley <laughs> and we're going to have a good night in new york marley. city i don't even fucking know what marley is but the um <laughs> I th- no, but yeah, I just think that there's a. Um, I get the pushback too, the pushback against authority and the people trying to blow up, you know, something and sort of paint something in a negative light. But um, I don't think that the answer is to then do the other way, which is glamorizing these things. Mm. But maybe it's being painted that this is the way it's being glamorized because the opposite is just 
you know, um, smearing, smearing it and talking down on it. And so, but maybe it's not. So maybe it's just like it is correcting itself in the way it's been talked about and the information that we're actually hearing from influential people nowadays. Because um, mm. I remember the, I remember the fear that the uh, around the education of marijuana, gateway drug, and all this shit. Right? It's like I, I remember that education towards me as a young kid. And um, how did you have? Like, so, the, have you had any friends that have had drug issues or that have overdosed or anything like that? Uh, well, definitely not marijuana. Um, yeah, ice problems. And, but, mate, i tell you what they did first. They drank. There's the fucking gateway drug. The amount of people mm. that have a few drinks and all they want to do is get a bag of cocaine. It's like it is the gateway drug and it's legal. I could go to the shops right now and kill myself by drinking seven litres of beam. That'd be horrible. But... But do you think that, so I think that maybe that's the concern though, is it that we, like, do we need to then look at alcohol, which is, you know, I think that over the years I've been criticized uh, by friends for having a negative view on alcohol. Mm. Um, And I think that we, as a society, we, I think we do sort of, uh, it is too acceptable accepted at the moment in the sense of you know you go to a work function and people will be getting pissed and i think that in this day and age of me too and i think that if people actually want things like uh, equality uh, i actually think that things like how we consume alcohol and how we allow that into the workplace is a big factor as well yeah yeah I would put money on it that there would be less of these incidences, assaults, sexual assaults, if everybody was stoned. And it's not saying one's better, but it's just like the, the fa- there is the fact that what alcohol does to somebody. People turn into putrid humans on this stuff. Mm. And I, I agree with you. I know you've negative views towards it, but I don't think they're any worse than the, the next person who um, doesn't drink or has had bad experiences and is kind of against it. Um, I was listening to someone talk about the experience of um, someone. So the experience, the, the experience of being drunk is perceived different in different cultures. So yeah. for us, and I think the culture of Australia is getting pissed down the pub and fucking feeling like you've, you know, drank a million carbs and it got seven litres of alcohol in your stomach and versus someone who sees alcohol in their tribe as this ritual where they, you know, connect to a higher force. It's like it, it is the same thing but it has a completely different effect based on how it's viewed within the culture. Um, and and so, but it's so different too. The reasons that, like, we yeah. are using things like alcohol, same and, drug, um, same drug, weed. different effect is my point. Yeah. Based on the culture, and it's different. It's a pacifier. It's becoming. It's becoming a way to numb our lives. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that that's an important thing. Yeah, I think that that's a um, important factor that we we need to look at as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a um, it's not an easy one. It's always that, good chatting to you about this stuff, though. <laughs> I mean, it's an ongoing conversation we will have on this podcast. Yeah, 
um, over a glass of scotch in New York City and may or may not be sparked. No, I won't do that too. But as, we definitely will. As long will. as I've... Um, <laughs> as, as long as I've got Coke Zero just to reduce cows, I'm, um, I'm okay. Or we could just have it straight. Yeah, on the rocks, neat. Just have a... Yeah, mate. Yeah. Very, very quickly, I was spewing. I, I never take uh, medication really, which is I realise is my own issues as well. Like I just have... I'm very funny about taking shit. But um, uh, on our bus uh, drive... Bus ride, bus ride yeah. to um, in Croatia. I took another one of those um, uh, sickness motion sick tablets, and yeah. it worked a treat. And I looked on the back though. Actually, I didn't look on the back. Bree googled because we'd bought them in Singapore, Ooh. and um, one of the uh, possible um, what is it called side effects? Yeah, weight gain. I don't fucking need that in my oh, life. No. Especially because, like, when you're on a bus, what do you want to eat? You want to eat some little chockies and chippies. Are you so sure you're... <laughs> they're not just marijuana pills? You're just getting the munchies. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just. Well, hey, I'm going to um, I'm going to Amsterdam in uh, two days' time. Oh. Uh, so be careful. Um, be careful. Yeah, we'll see what no. happens. Maybe I'll end up taking a brownie and no, don't do that. Losing no, my mind and shitting my pants. You would literally lose your mind. Oh God, I don't want to even think about that. Why? What? What's your reaction from? Oh no, that I had that bad experience by eating cookies, and it's just it yeah. processes differently through the body. So it's like the same drug, but THC, which you know you you yeah. smoke it, it, it goes into your system a different way, versus ingesting it, and it you know being processed through your stomach, and it has a different effect on on you, and it has a different feeling. And it can and it can be more like trippy, doing ingesting it and eating it. So I could just imagine you overthink. You would be thinking ten million miles an hour. I could imagine. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> and you're an asthmatic too. So doing the um, having a joint wouldn't be good. Did it play up with your asthma? Yeah, but it probably was the Benson and Hedges that I was punching as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, it's all bad. It's all bad in terms of for an asthmatic. It's all bad for an asthmatic. Should we? Should that be the title of today's yeah. episode? It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad for an asthmatic. Is pretty funny too. Actually, yeah. it might be a bit too long. We'll <laughs> it's a daily talk show. Everyone, tell us what you think. Are we um, out of our minds? Am I wrong? Is Tommy wrong? Are we both wrong? Are we both right? Um, yeah, feel free to um, send us an email, hi at thedailytalkshow.com with your thoughts and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a see good one. Guys.